0: Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle, it's The Melting Path, and it starts right now.
1: You're to The Melting Path. Here's your host, Pat Johnson.
0: Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Path, The Next Level Network. How are you? Today... I am, um, I'm in more of a rush than I hoped I would be, because the, uh, putting this together took a lot longer, took longer than I thought, and, um, yeah, now I kind of have to move things around, but we're gonna be fine, it's gonna be a lot of fun, I hope you are well, um, again, that music that you heard, it's probably just ending already, I don't know how long it is, uh, that's by me, Tim Donnelly, and, uh, Dr. Matt Cooner, and the little intro bit there is by my friend Jarrett Brown. And the ending music is also by me, because we're not doing G-Love today, because we'll be here for a while. So there we go. Yeah. So our question uh, for the week, which we're going to get to, is favorite movie scores, and we have like 22 of them. So it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to how it's going to turn out. But uh, getting this ready for today just took a lot longer than I thought. That's all. That's all. So we had to cut a segment. We'll move it to next week. No problem at all. Um, a question about whether or not I think the moon landing is fake. So we will talk about that next week. That was our fan mail or uh, it came up some other way, but uh, we will talk about it next week on the show. So we had to cut it because we have, uh, there, I, I am overwhelmed by the number of you who shared musical movie score things. And I'm really happy about it. And I really think this is going to turn out quite well. I hope it will anyway. I mean, I I have all the tools in place and we're ready to go. So there we go. Elsewhere, we're talking about goats and oblivious parents. Yeah, we went to see some goats. And um, I will say the parents at the place were pretty much the worst once we got out of there. So um, we'll talk about that in a second. And well, in a few minutes, I should say, because we have a song to play. We also have some baseball things at the end of the show and two wrestling preview things, because there are two big events this weekend. From the major companies. So we will talk about those at the end of the show. So if you don't like baseball and or wrestling, um, then you can duck out after the, uh, after the movie scores. Okay. After I play, um, what's the last one there? Back to the Future, I think. I forget what the order is, even though I just finished it an hour ago, not even an hour ago. Um, but you can duck out after the movie scores. I'll remind you again, if you don't like sports and or wrestling, there we go. All right, you're going to hear the washer cuz like I said, man, the day got away. The day this today just really got away. Like I've been getting a lot of work stuff done and the show stuff is done, but uh it just took everything just took way longer than I thought. So, much longer than I thought, I should say. So anyway, enough about you, Pat. I want to hear the song. All right. All right. I will do that for you. It's from our dear friends Proper And they have a new EP coming out. The EP is called Part Timer. It is coming out September 8th. You can pre-order it on Bandcamp. It's Like Real Proper, L-I-K-E-R-E-A-L-P-R-O-P-E-R, Like Real Proper, on Bandcamp. And they appear courtesy of Father Daughter Records. Again, the EP coming out September 8th, my wedding anniversary, by the way. Thank you for that gift, Proper. I appreciate that. They're not going to listen. They don't care. Uh, (laughs) Maybe they do care but I don't know if they're going to listen. Anyway, the song. <laughs> Pre-order the EP now. This song we're going to play for you today. It's brand new from Proper. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back. I think
2: I realized there was a change when Marty's became a household name. Someone I regarded as a peer shot off overnight into the stratosphere. And that's when it really hit me. All these years you're something I don't want to do Cause I'm not built like him I'm just not fit To leave a team. But I've been making More and more Famous friends But I don't I'm like, Nine- hey, 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 Turn back now, there's only acrimony ahead. You'll see, you'll see a facade of a front man. I'm sorry you've been misled. But I've been making more and more famous rights. But I don't know.
0: And there you have it, our friends. Proper. Brand new. The song is called Part Time. No, I'm sorry. The song is called Potential. God, did did I screw that up? God damn it. All right. Sorry, Proper. My bad. Also, I didn't tell everybody it's not safe for work. The song is Potential. The EP is Part Timer. Coming out September 8th. Courtesy, Father Daughter Records. I I, I just said it two minutes ago, and I have no memory of what I said. I don't know if I got it right, wrong, if I said something totally off-base... Let's do, the, let's do it right now. We'll do it in a rewind. Do it again. The band is proper. The song is potential. The EP is part-timer, September 8th. Like Real Proper on Bandcamp. There we go. The Melting Pat, the next level network. We did it. I think at some point we, we made it out and got the right information to your face. All right. Are we good? Proper, potential, part-timer. Band, song, album, done. See here's what happened I was so ready To rock out that riff And I was so excited To get it out It was a good one I had it The patrons got it I I nailed it I thought I did, and then I started talking and realized I may have given you the wrong information for the song, and I got all flustered, and I'm leaving all that in, by the way, because that's what this show is. I I try my best to get information correct, right? I try to get it right. I try to get the correct stuff out to you, and then when I don't, I just kind of, like, we figure it out. We we talk it out. We figure things out, and we eventually make it to our destination, Um, but I want you to hear that process. I want you to know if you're especially if you're new to the show and you're like, "Wow, this guy sounds like he's got it all put together. No, no, my friends, I most certainly do not <laughs> I just want you to know that you know as uh, as long as I've been doing this show, this is episode what four forty two after two hundred live shows and however many of the other things I've done, so I've been doing this you know, talking into a microphone thing for a long time, and there are still some points where I go, God damn it. I really screwed that up. I've been doing radio, by the way, since September 2008. So that's, how many years is that? It's a There's a five at the end of it, right? How many years is that, that I've been doing things and I still don't know how to read? Is that how many years? Is that 15? Is it really? Wow. Uh, yes, I just had to do the math and figure out that it was 15 years. I'm so stupid. I can't... <laughs> Yeah, uh, next month, 15 years doing radio, and also, coincidentally, is my anniversary at the network from, uh, that's what, how many years have I been at the network? Eight? It's 2015, right? Yeah, September, 20, September 19th, 2015, right? Was the first show on uh, the first episode of the podcast, right? Yeah, that sounds right. I know it's 2015. I'm pretty sure it was the 19th or the 20th, I don't remember, Um Exactly. But I, I remember that because I had left the live show in September. I took a week off and then went to the thing, right? Is that, is that right? I can look that up. I date everything that's on here. I can find that out for you and I'm going to do it actually. I'm going to figure that out. Uh, let's see. Next level network. Uh, yeah. nine nineteen fifteen. Yep. That was episode number one. Man, a long time ago. A lot of, uh, like, a long time. I'll talk about it in a couple weeks. We'll do the, is that, wait, is that coming out on a, like, is that, are we going back on the 19th on a day? On a show day? No. It'll be the 16th. So I'll talk about it either on the 16th or the 23rd. I will talk more about, um, about coming over, making the jump from live radio to doing this and how insane it's been since then. We I know I talk about it, I think every year, maybe every two months I'd bring it up, but we will talk about that in a couple of weeks. It just it just hit me though that the same time of year, well I was in college in uh in two thousand eight, so the timing there kind of works, but um it's just a fun coincidence that I started this podcast at the same around the same time that I first started doing radio overall. There we go. Did you need to know any of that? I don't know. I'm not sure you did. But I wanted the reason that I left all that in, by the way, is that the okay, here's why I brought that up. Because I screwed up the song information for i think i did for proper and i wanted you to know no matter how long that i can do a show i was going to say that you can meaning like anybody can be an idiot like me but no matter no matter how long i've been doing this show you never stop like i never stop like flubbing things i like i learn all the time i never never stop learning things that you're doing whether it's work or a hobby or whatever always find yourself something new to be like hey i could try this Hey, Pat, you could try researching and writing things down and actually reading them out loud in the correct way. You're right, I could. You're, you are absolutely right. I could do that, and I should really start. Since I've been doing this for such a long time, I should really get on the ball with that. And, um, you know, I can make no promises that that's going to happen. But I can promise you I'll try. Does that sound okay? All right. We have gone so far off track— From proper and that's, this is why, see, this is why they don't listen to the show is because they'll hear that and go, there we go. Oh man, should we have, should we be on the show and promote our EP? And then they're going to hear that like four minutes of whatever just spewed out of my mouth and go, you know what? Nah, we'll even be. Um, yeah. So proper appears courtesy of father daughter records. There we go. That's how we put the bow on that one. Good Lord. I said, this was going to be a long show at the beginning and I just made it like five minutes longer with information you did not need, <laughs> but that is what you get with this show. It's called the melting pat. My, I think my brain melts in real time as soon as I see the blue waveforms going across when we're doing the show. But anyway, I, I honestly I don't know what just happened. I, I like I could what I could do is cut all of that and start over. I could do that. That's a thing I could do. So you would never hear that, and you would you would only hear like a more polished version of what just happened. But instead. I'm going to leave all of that. Number one, I don't have time. And number two, no, that no. number two is I don't have time. Number one is that I want you to get the full experience of Pat here. That's really what I want because, you know, you introduce somebody to a show, to a podcast. Well, what's it about? This guy is a moron, and uh, it's amazing to listen to his brain malfunction in real time. So (laughs) we just keep getting further away. We're getting further away from the rest of the show just talking about nonsense. Oh, my God. All right. I'm sorry, Proper. I'm very sorry that I screwed up your thing, and now you don't know what's happened. I, I don't know either. You might tell me to—they're going to they're gonna tell me to erase this from the show. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about goats. Oh, my God. Okay. So last week—actually, let's go back a little further. About a month ago, um, Jill saw on Instagram— at a place in our, not in our neighborhood, but nearby called Craft Hall. And fun thing about Craft Hall is that it's the, uh, the site was formerly the home of Yards Brewery. And we took a tour there in like, I don't know, 2013 for our anniversary. And it was really neat. It was cool, man. Free beer tasting things. And it's a nice little spot down there. So that was fun. So we knew where we were going at least um, but now it's a different place. It's called craft hall. There's a uh, upstairs, there's, um, you know, bar food things, bunch of TVs for sports watching and arcade. There's a little playground area for the kiddos, which is great. Um, and then downstairs where it went and I think what I think was the old, uh, distillery, I guess, I don't know. Um, they had a little petting zoo thing and it was not super organized, but You know, they had a little pen. They got the goats and the hay and all the things. And uh, what's weird is they were going on the honor system. So you paid for like 10 minutes of goat time, right? And so I guess like when Jill booked it, she's like, yeah, I booked two accidentally. So it's like 20 bucks, whatever. So you get there and it's just a line outside the pen. And then they're letting people eventually inside the pen. And they didn't have any kind of notation of who went in at what time. And so they're like, okay, if you've been here for more than 10 minutes, it's time to get out. And if you don't know, uh, the honor system, uh, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's not going to work when you're doing something with goats or anything like fun. Um, nobody's going to want to stop is what I mean. So I feel like a little more structure would have helped out, but, uh, you know, Jill went in there with the boy And the goats are in there, and and the kid just took right to the goats. It was amazing. He just went right to the goats, and the other kids are, like, helping out. Like, hey, you want to brush him? And then, so she's in there, and I'm on the outside of the pen. Um, So here's what happened. Is I was chasing around outside the pen area. Just, like, just let him run around. Because he was in the car for a while, and then in a stroller, we had to walk a couple blocks from where we parked. And so I was just let him run around. So I'm holding on to him because, you know, it's crowded and kind of open and, you know, I don't want him to get, like, I know my kid's just going to dart off somewhere, and I don't want to, you know, have him get lost or fall over something or, you know, whatever, so I'm chasing him around, and then she, at some point, goes into the pen and says, hey, just hand him over, so I hand him over into the goat pen, and I'm on the outside taking all kinds of pictures of her and him and the goats and all that, and they're, you know, walking around, and the goats are jumping up at the fence, so I got to pet a couple, and The people put chairs in there and the goats jumped up on the chairs and you could pick them up. And it was, it was actually really cool. You know, uh, I will say it was a lot of people. And I feel like with a little more structure, you could have made it a little easier for everybody, like a little less congested and a little less kind of chaotic. If you just say, Hey, you know what? Everybody goes in, you know, you let the first people in 10, 15 minutes go by, you let everybody out. And then you let the next people in because like because how it happened was people were in there already. And then they just let new people in and said, hey, if you've been here more than 10 minutes, it's time to get out. Like they weren't really policing it. Although, how do you really do that? I don't know. But um, I think, you know, a little more structure might have helped out. But in any case, we had a lot of fun. Like it was fun. Goats are are cute as hell. and They're awesome. And the kid loved the goats. It was great. He kept touching their butts It was funny. Like, it was just funny. And, like, my big kid, it's crazy, like, just how big this kid is, right? Because he turned two in May. And still, it's like, man, I remember. And, like, Facebook memories are like a time capsule with the kid. Like, hey, I remember when you didn't have any hair or teeth and you couldn't stand up or roll over and you just sat there. And now you're running around petting goats in a thing. Like, you're just running around like a big kid. And they're like, I can, you know, take you up to the play area and you don't need my help getting up on anything, and it's crazy, so we saw the goats, that was really fun, we spent like a half hour with the goats, and then it got really crowded, so we got the hell out of there, um, I will say I'm glad that I didn't go inside the goat pen, because that would have been way too much for me, like I was anxious being on the outside, that would have been way, that would have been way too, like overload for me, so glad I didn't do that part, but still got a good experience with the goats, and the kid, and all that, um, so we had a really good time, enjoyed that part of it. So let me go upstairs and we order, we try to order food and there was some confusion as to whether we'd be able to actually get a table or if we had to go somewhere else. And I, it was weird. We ended up being fine eating food there, but, um, it was kind of weird figuring that out. I figured it should have been easier than it was, but, um, they have like a play area with like, you know, a big pirate ship and slides and other things. And so we let the kid run it and I'm, you know, I try not to be a helicopter dad, but when you look around and there are like a lot of bigger kids and none of them are paying attention to my kid. Uh, and what what I mean by that is they're not worrying if they're going to knock him over, right? Like they're not keeping an eye if they're going to knock over a littler kid. I'm like, okay, that's number one where I have to be on alert in this area, which is fine. Like I don't not so, like, Oh man, you hate watching your kid. No, I'm just saying like, if he wants to be independent, I want to let him. Right. I don't want to have to hover over him all the time because that's that doesn't make it fun for me or him or anybody else. And so that's number one. And then number two is none of these parents are paying any attention. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot like 90 percent of these parents were not even close to where the play area was, nor maybe did they know that the kids were even over there. And so now I'm like, now I feel like a jerk, like I got to be in the way of kind of of these kids because I got to make sure my kid doesn't fall off a thing. And he didn't. He was fine. He, uh, he tripped a little bit and hit his face, and he was fine. But it scared him. He didn't get hurt. He got spooked. Um, but I was running, I was you know chasing him around, kind of. And so I'm on. So the front of this play area, there's a slide and then another little thing. And then you go around to the back of the pirate ship, and there's other stuff, like a little ramp over there. And so he comes down the ramp and back around the other side. And so I'm trying to keep an eye on him because again, there are bigger kids running around, knocking into each other, doing whatever it is big kids do, right? And my kid is not big enough to do that yet, and so I'm kind of keeping keeping close to him, close enough where if he falls, I can pick him up, or like if he struggles with something, I can go help. Like I'm a couple feet away, and so I'm making my way around as he's running around next to the big boat thing, and there are these three guys, three adults. I don't know if they're dads, uncles, whoever, but they're standing directly in front of the slide at the bottom of it. And so like, if a kid was up there, they wouldn't be able to come down because these dads were in the way. And also, so these dads are talking to each other, paying no attention to anyone else. And so I like, I'm running around and they're just standing there and they'd looked at me like I was the problem. And so I, I almost, I almost said something. I almost said something to these guys like, hey, can you move? Kids want to play here or something like that. I don't know what I would have said. Probably would not have been that concise or clear, but because I know myself when I get flustered, like I am now, except worse, because I would have been mad and not just, not just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, um, so these guys are just standing there and Jill had ordered lunch already and was sitting waiting for it to come. And she's like, yeah, I figured you were, uh, you were getting mad about that because they were just, oblivious to everybody around them. And I mean, the kids are kids. They're going to do whatever like that's sure. Fine. But adults should know better. And you should realize that you can't stand in the way. So I had to like step over part of the slide because these doofuses were just standing there like totally in the way. And then thought I was the problem. And I'm like, nope, time and a place. There's a time and a place to yell at people for being, yell at people for being stupid. And this is not it because I have to focus on my kid and make sure he doesn't hurt himself. Or make sure that some other kid doesn't hurt him by not paying attention. And so that kind of sucked. But overall, solid trip. Food was great. Pulled pork. It was awesome. Um, We may go back to that place without the boy. Sorry, buddy. Just to really kind of experience the whole thing. Um, Because it's great. I thought it was a good place. We had fun. We had a good time. The goats were great. The kid loved the goats. He enjoyed the play area. You know, a couple run-ins with some people. He tried to uh, sit down at a table. With other people when they were having lunch and that was funny. I'm glad that people were okay with it, by the way, because you never know, right? If a kid runs up and sits down next to you, you never know if somebody doesn't like kids or doesn't want them to sit there or whatever. But everybody was like, "Oh, all right, man, come on up, let's go." And I was like, "Oh, geez, thank you for being nice, much appreciated." Um, and it, it was good, but overall, it was good. A couple of blips on the radar, but uh, overall solid. And then, and then uh, on the way home, the kid fell asleep. Too close to home. So we're like, okay, we have to make another stop because we got to let him sleep a little longer because otherwise he's just going to be mad. And so we stopped at Rita's on the way home and got gelati, gelati, gelato, whatever you call it. Um, Water ice and custard is what we got. Well, actually, okay, sorry. Italian ice and custard because water ice, like actual water ice is not the same thing that you get at Rita's. Just a PSA for everybody out there. Actual Philly water ice is a different consistency than Rita's Italian ice. Just FYI. So anyway, I got uh, watermelon and vanilla custard, and I learned that I don't love watermelon Italian ice. I learned that. You know, I wish I wouldn't have gotten a large to figure that out. But uh, I mean, it was okay. I probably should have gotten Swedish fish like Jill got. But yeah, next time, next time I go there, I guess I'll have to get um, I'll have to go for the Swedish fish. If you can hear me hitting the fridge with the chair, I'm sorry. I can't fix it. I guess I could if I sit completely still, but I'm not going to do that. So there we go. All right. <laughs> so we had a solid day. It was hot. And um, and I saw a lot of butts, a lot of lot of ladies walking around showing their butts for some reason, not in the place, but like outside around. I guess there was some kind of party or something, some kind of something or other going on. Because I was walking in, I'm like, man, I'm, I was like, and Jill's like, I saw Jill react. I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of butts today. <laughs> it was a, it was a little silly. A little, a lot of butts. I don't know what they were doing, but I hope they had fun, and I hope all their butts are okay. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, that was that was a good time. We we've been here a long time. See, because we added the other thing. So you know, we might cut the sports today. We might. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break, because I got to get a drink and I got to get sorted here. And then what we're gonna do is uh, do the movie scores, and then we may cut the sports at the end of the show, because we've been here for it's gonna be a minute for doing that. So uh, sit tight, we'll be right back. Here's the pooper or something else. I gotta go check on a thing. There we are, we are back. We're back to the show. There was a sound again, probably the pooper, and um, yeah, I just yeah, I feel like I needed a to break up to to make editing a little bit easier, so I can do this part separately. And then we'll see where we are when we get to the end here to see if we're going to do the sports. Uh, We already moved the mail thing to next week. Um, So we'll see if we're going to do the sports and the wrestling or if this show will be just movie scores on the back end and the front half is proper, the song, and then me, I don't know what happened for the other time. All right? (laughs) But I think we're going to be fine. All right, so our question for this week, which movie score is your favorite? And uh, I want to thank all of you for weighing in with your picks. I did. I usually only take, only take one per uh, per person, but I figured we'd have a lot of fun. Uh, little did I know that I would get 22 or 23 of them, um, but man, a lot of fun. So I'll do mine at the end, because uh, two of mine, two or three of mine, showed up in your uh, selections. So we'll just roll on with yours. And what we're going to do here, I'm sorry, patrons, you will hear none of this. But uh, we are g- <laughs> what we're going to do is I pulled out the clips already. That's why the show is uh, being recorded later than usual. What we'll do is we'll, we'll say who, who picked what, and then we'll play a little clip from their score so you can all understand what's happening. Because there are some of these I didn't know, mainly because I don't watch a lot of movies. That's really it. Um, and so I figured I'd share that with you and hopefully not get sued. You know, I, I, by the way, I can only play about 15, 20 seconds of each of these. So you're not going to hear like the whole crescendo or whatever, but I tried to pick either what you suggested or, um, what I thought was like the most recognizable part of the score or of the, of the track you selected. Okay. All right. So that's what we did. Maggie immediately got to work on this. I knew, I figured Maggie would come at me with like seven, but she dropped two and, uh, Maggie, thank you for that. I don't want to do any more editing. Uh, maybe we'll do this again in like six months and then (laughs) you can lay more on me but uh, Maggie says the first one that she put was Triton's Kingdom Triton's Kingdom no we cross our T's here on the Melting Pat Triton's Kingdom from the Little Mermaid the live action one um, specifically around the one minute mark where the music swells so here's that I like that a lot. I did not see the movie because, again, I don't see a lot of movies anyway. But I heard, it, I heard it was really good. People enjoyed it, which I'm happy about. And that score sounds pretty epic. That music sounds epic as hell. I like that. Um, okay. Now, I'm pretty sure I selected the wrong part of the song here, Maggie, for the second one you suggest you put here. And I'm really sorry about that. But she also said, unable to stay, unwilling to leave from Titanic. Um, yeah, she said the whole song, but especially the beginning. But I think I picked the wrong, the wrong part. But I also think this sounds very nautical and I think you're uh, I think you're going to like this. Here we go. I think you're going to like this like I'm introducing it to you for the very first time. Although, you know what? Maybe you didn't see Titanic. I don't know what you see and don't see. But uh, go ahead, watch that. Or don't. Do whatever you want to do. Doesn't matter. Um, Jen says, the portal scenes in Avengers is up there for me. But this scene from Lord of the Rings takes the prize. It's the Rohan theme. Uh, There's another name. The YouTube uh, clip named it Rohan theme epic version. So first, though, because the Avengers theme actually was on my list, and then she suggested, Jen said, hey, the portal scene. And I'm pretty sure that Jen would have wanted me to play a different part of the of the song here. But uh, I hope you don't mind, Jen. I'm going to hijack this one from you because uh, I'm still playing part of it. But also, I'm getting the main theme part of it in there because that's what I would have played. But you suggested an Avengers... and fun fact i played actually two avengers tracks on my live show i looked this up cuz i remember i played one of them when uh age of ultron came out and then i went back further and cuz i have records of all these and i went back further and said you know actually i played the main avengers theme when i saw avengers in 2012 so there or whenever that came out um i was doing radio at the time so it was between 2011 and 2015 so there you go and then jen suggested the scene from Lord of the Rings takes the prize. This is pretty epic, I have to say. And I'm not even a big Lord of the Rings fan. I've seen one of them or two of them. And uh, I mean, I was okay. They're okay. I really should sit down and, and watch them. So if anybody wants to come take the kid, for a day or three so I can watch them all and finally uh, understand what the hell everyone's talking about. That'd be nice. Plus, Jill loves those movies. So I think uh, that would be a nice thing to do for my wife. So take the kid for like three days so we can watch every single one. And um, that'd be great. All right. Thank you, Jen, for your two picks. Uh, Brian Amato says, Jurassic Park is definitely up there. Hell yeah, it is, my man. I love the best part about this. Well, number one, this might be my favorite one. And two, there are like two or three different points of this that I could have selected because it's just so incredible. I love this score, it's so great. Here, uh, just all right, Pat, shut up. You're right. I love it. It gets me every time. I get goosebumps. I get all emotional and tingly. It's great. I love it. I love that score so goddamn much. Thank you, Brian, for suggesting it. It would have made this segment anyway, but it makes it seem uh, less cheap if someone else says it, not just me. All right, so there you go. (laughs) Thanks, man. That was on TV last week, by the way. All three of them were. We got to watch the first one before we went out to see, to do whatever it was we were going to do. I love that movie. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Thank you, dude. Uh, Paul Williams, our dear friend from What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, says there are many that I really love, but this one is the standout for me, one that I absolutely never get sick of the Terminator. God, that's so good. It's so good. The movie's so good. The music is so good. Oh, man. I oh, Terminator's so great. You know, fun fact. I once pre-ordered a WWE game for PS3 solely because the bonus with the pre-order was a downloadable character of Terminator. It was two versions of Terminator that you could get if you downloaded the game, if you ordered the game early. And I usually don't do pre-orders, but I made an exception Because I'm like, you know what? That actually sounds awesome. I think that's going to be really fun. And guess what, pals? I was right. It was fun as hell. It was uh, 2K16. It was really fun. Enjoyed it a lot. And uh, when I can get back to PS3 gaming at some point when the kid's older and won't mess with stuff, I will definitely get on that because that was uh, I enjoyed it a lot. So there's that. LVAC actually suggested two of them. Um, I could not find... I don't know if I could find the correct one for "There Will Be Blood," so we will table that. And if we hear back from Elvac about that, we will play his uh, their their suggestion for "There Will Be Blood." But um, also on the list, "American Beauty." Now, I I feel like I got this one right. I don't know. I've never seen the movie, so I don't know. I've never seen "There Will Be Blood" either. But um, I feel like I got this one right. If I didn't, I'm sorry. But also, I like this anyway. So if that's the right one, I hope it is. Either way, I think it's great. I, I thought it was really good. Um, and now I have to, I guess, go watch that movie and see what it's all about. So there we go. Thank you for that. I, I'm sorry if I screwed it up. If I screwed any of these up, my bad. Um, I don't watch a ton of movies. And so some of these picks might be, no, no, I was thinking of that one. Are you idiot? And I, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I'm sorry if I got your thing wrong. All right, Shawnee One Ball says Interstellar is up there. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't see the movie, but when I listened to the score, I was like, that is really good. That's the this thing you're going to hear right now. And he also mentioned the last of the Mohicans, especially the end. And so we get lucky here that I didn't have to fade out the end because the song did that for me. And that's really good. And I've never seen the movie. But I was sitting in the studio in college, sitting in the radio station with my buddy Tim. We were talking about something, doing homework or something, prepping for a show, or just really probably we were just hanging out in there just because. And he put on something, and I didn't recognize it. But then somebody else came by, and they were were talking like, hey, da-da-da. And he stops and goes, is that last of the Mohicans? And Tim's like, hell yeah, it is, dude. And I'm like, oh, all right. Sounds pretty epic. And so I'm glad that it, uh, that has come back around 15 years or later or so. <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, now, the next one here. I thought about combining this one with, uh, with Paul's up there. But I figured you might need a buffer. And also, I, don't, I honestly don't remember if I picked the same part of each song. But Smelly Meatball says, I need to give it some real thought, but probably the main theme to Terminator 2. And so you get a little buffer with the other songs in there before Smelly Meatballs pick up the sequel from Paul's pick. I didn't think it could get better. I didn't think I could enjoy... I I mean, better is subjective, but I didn't think I could enjoy... Two themes from the same franchise that much. Like, hey, they're going to update it, obviously. And it's badass. Big fan. Thanks, bud. Lockjaw says, Lord of the Rings, no contest. If you need me to pick one of the movies in particular, I'll go with Fellowship for, or I'm sorry, Fellowship of the Ring for the Shire Scenes. There we go. Um, And he shared one. Uh, The track is called Concerning Hobbits. And he said, try driving the open country roads while listening to this. Relaxing as F. And I think he's right. Again, not a big Lord of the Rings guy. But that is very relaxing. Thank you, sir. And he also said, I have to give honorable mention to the greatest movie theme of all time, Superman. Now, here's my question, Lockjaw. I don't know if you listen, or if I'm just talking to people who don't know who you are, and that's fine. But my question for you is if you named Superman the greatest movie theme of all time then how is that not your first pick? Like how did it, how is this not reversed? Right? Like if you say, "Oh, this is the greatest one of all time." Like even if it's not your favorite. I think I would think if you have the conviction to name a track the greatest movie theme of all time, shouldn't it be first with a question like this? Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm overstepping and I do apologize if I'm, uh, you know, if something's uh, amiss here. But uh, just the just the way that uh, that was presented to me kind of had me wonder, like, huh, why wouldn't the Lord of the Rings be second? And then Superman, which you've dubbed, deemed the greatest movie theme of all time. Why wouldn't that be your first like first on the brain when thinking of movie scores? I don't know. Anyway, um, regardless, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Destor gave 3 of them. And I know like I usually don't like if you just pick if you name a bunch, I'll just take one, but I figured this would be a lot of fun and so far I think I'm correct. Um he says my initial reaction is to lean into my favorite movie themes like Raiders of the Lost Ark. or Star Wars, specifically, 1977. But with something less franchise and more recent, I'd pick The Hateful Eight, and he specified Overture. So there is three man. Indiana Jones is great. So great. And I just want to know, see, this is a question for everybody who weighed in. How did it take us 13 picks to get to Star Wars? That's what I want to know. I feel like, I mean, I know not everybody's a Star Wars fan and that's fine, but I feel like that has to be like close to the top of everybody's favorites. No, am I wrong? Have we all is there too much Star Wars stuff? that we've, that we've lost, we've lost the plot here of saying Star, I don't know if that's the, that's not the right phrasing, but are we overwhelmed with Star Wars stuff, that it's no longer the top of the heap, that we're like, ah, you know what, Ah, that's enough Star Wars for now, and you move on to something else, maybe that's it, I don't know, but I'm glad it made the list, because I would have put it on mine anyway at the end, so there you go, my thanks to you, my friend, For all three of those, I've never seen The Hateful Eight, so I think I'll have to check that out as well. I'm never going to watch these movies, by the way. I don't have time to watch movies. But uh, if I do, then I will probably remember these like three years from now to watch the movies. All right. Uh, Guru DeWay says, Rinsler from Tron Legacy. The name of the track is Rinsler, and uh, it's pretty great. I have not seen Tron. Legacy doesn't seem like my thing. Um, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. But uh, he mentioned a couple, but I can only play one of them because I realized that Daft Punk did all the music for that movie. But I think the second one he suggested was like licensed by them and not for the movie, if that makes sense. So I don't want to get in trouble. Maybe I'll get in trouble anyway. But I'm sure it'll be fine. But Rinsler from Tron Legacy, it's pretty epic. Not going to lie. Um, Fig Nuts came in firing here. My boy Fignets came out here and said, one I've always loved, but rarely see mentioned is the Crow and the track that he suggested like two or three from each movie. So I just took the first one from each uh thing here. So the the track here is Birth of a Legend. And that's from The Crow on the list, on the list for when the kid goes to school in, I don't know, three years. Uh. <laughs> he also, Fig Nuts also says, Blade Runner has always been a classic. Vangelis's tracks, I'm sure I didn't say his name right, I can't read out loud, uh, and the movie's resurgent popularity pretty much inspired the synthwave genre. Damn, did not think about that. But here is uh, the main title part of it from Blade Runner. I like that. I don't think I've seen Blade Runner, or the whatever the remake was called, 2099, 2068, whatever it is. I don't think I've seen either one of those. Maybe I will. And uh, finally, oh, Pat's going to botch these names. Italian director Lucio Fulci? Fulci? I don't know. I'm sorry. Had a go-to for a lot of his films named Fabio Frizzi. Frizzi? Right? F-R-I-Z-Z-I. It's Frizzi, right? Yeah, Fabio Frizzi, and his tracks have become iconic in the horror community, and did, oh, we didn't get the, um, I think this one is from the movie Zombie, or it's a track called Zombie, I don't know, but it's great. I love that, I'm not a big horror fan, I'm a wimp, as you know, And we're going to talk about horror movies probably in a month or so as we get to uh, the season. But um, I do love the music from horror films. I really do. If I could just listen to that instead of watching the movies, um, I think it'd be great. (laughs) I think it'd be great. I think it would be great. All right. Finally, from you guys, from y'all, all all 'all, y'all, our good friend Keith shared his gym playlist. Ooh, rubbing it in. He goes to the gym. Whoa, look at this guy. Um, he mentioned several that actually made the list but I will add the Klingon battle theme from Star Trek the motion picture because he's a loyal listener and a damn good guy so here is uh, the Klingon battle theme from Star Trek the motion picture I knew, you know, as soon as I saw the notification that Keith had responded, I knew that somewhere on the list was going to be Star Trek. I knew it, and I was like, yep, we got to be ready to put on some Star Trek. And uh, I was not disappointed. Thanks, man. All right, we had a couple. Somebody did mention Back to the Future. uh, Oh, what order did I do these in? Crap, I didn't write that down. Hold on. So someone did mention Back to the Future. That's on my list as well. I'm sorry that I don't. Uh, that I didn't write down who said it. Hold on. Maybe I got the order wrong because it's Back to the Future Pirates of the Caribbean and that might be it. Hold on. There we go. All right. So, it goes Pirates of the Caribbean and then Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we spoiled the surprise, but it's fine. Um so yeah, I the two that well the ones that came for came to mind for me immediately when I thought of this question. Jurassic Park, Avengers, Back to the Future, and Pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, two of them are on your list as well. So we already did those, and so we don't need to do them again. But we will wrap the, uh, the segment here, and maybe the rest of the show, I don't know, uh, with two in mind. Let's do Back to the Future. These were on a couple weeks ago, and uh, I gotta say, the kid loved them. He was really into them, because why not? This theme is iconic, and the movies are great, and here's a bit of it. I love that. I love those movies. Shout out to Danny Schmitz if you listen to the show. I know that's your favorite trilogy ever. Shout out to uh, my brother Dan as well, and to our fearless leader Ben Beck. All three of those dudes big fans of Back to the Future. So there you go with that. And our final one that I thought of. Well, we did all of yours, and now I thought of one because I I like these movies. I've only maybe I haven't seen all of them, but uh, we were trying to name what the. Well, actually, I was trying to name the Pirates movies what the their titles were, because we were watching Star Wars, the prequels, and then somehow we got to Pirates of the Caribbean, and I was like, oh yeah, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, it's um, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, and then I was just like, uh, Secret of the U's, um 310 to Yuma, I didn't say that, but now I think that'd be funny, and the other one I said was, uh, <laughs> oh, it was Davy Jones Revenge, and the other one was uh, Master Pirates of the Caribbean, Master and Commander, Far Side of the World. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to know what they're actually called, it's The Curse of the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, At World's End, On Stranger Tides, and Dead Man Tell No Tales. So there you go. <laughs> I thought mine were funnier. But anyway, Pirates of the Caribbean. Tremendous music. I love it. It's it's It just gets me... Oh, it gets you so amped up. It's so good. Oh, God, that was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. I, I knew it was going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of work. It was a lot of work already, and it's going to be more work later. But I knew it was going to be fun. I was like, man, it's going to be so great. And it was. I was right. This is so fun, and I can't wait to hear how this comes out. I hope it's less awkward than it is for the patrons who get none of these clips. Because, uh, <laughs> again... I'm not paying for that. I don't even want to pay for it if somebody says take that down, I'll just take it down and forget it ever happened. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Don't go snitching. All right. All right. We are going to do the uh the one last thing today or the uh we'll do the baseball and the uh the wrestling at the end. That shouldn't take more than 10 minutes. But we are going to uh take one more break and then we'll come back, do those two things and wrap the show and that'll be that. All right? All right. We'll be right back right after Whatever sound this is. The baseball thing should be the, the bat hit or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. Sit tight. Okay, if you do not like sports, we're back, by the way. This is us coming back. I just hit my chin on the microphone. I'm sorry about that. Um, if you don't like sports and wrestling or wrestling, either one, either or or both, it's time to go. Thanks for being here. Thanks. If you, if you weighed in on the movie scores, thank you very much. If you liked it, didn't like it, if I missed one, if I screwed up somehow, let me know. And uh, also check out proper like real proper on Bandcamp. their EP. Um, the song is potential. Their EP part timer comes out September eight. So check that out. Tell him I sent you. Don't tell him what I did at the beginning. That was a whole mess. So don't tell him that, but, uh, (laughs) tell him I sent you and they'll say that guy, I might remember him or maybe they won't. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for coming. Talk to you next week for the rest of us. We got some baseball for you today. And, um, Actually, the Phillies are playing right now. It's going to be over by the time, even before I'm done recording the show, probably. Last time I checked, it was tied at two in the whatever inning. It is now 8 7 in the bottom of the eighth. The Phillies are winning. All right, we might have to put this on. Oh my gosh, 8 7. 8 7, everybody. That's insane. Let's put that on. You know what? I'm going to do this right now. We're going to put on the Phillies because they're fun. The Phillies are fun right now, man. I love it. They're hitting the crap out of the ball in August. They hit a they just they hit more home runs than anybody, I think, in August. It's great. Um they probably hit a couple more today. So that helps. Let's uh is that on? No. Come on, YouTube TV. What are you doing? Let's go. This is Pat trying to watch the Phillies game while he's doing the show. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea to do this. But it's a commercial. Okay. So the Phillies are, I don't know, they might be still winning. I don't know. Um, but they're fun. Everybody's hitting. It's great. Trey Turner has turned it around. Uh it's just they're fun. Like they're just so much fun right now. They're making a push for October once again. And uh things are going well. Things are going well. They lead the wild card race by I don't know, four or five games or six games, or whatever it will be by Saturday. And um it's been up and down, injuries and whatnot. But at the moment, for this month, I should say, it's been really fun, and they've played really well, and they have played like a team. That's going to make a run that we're not. Okay. Not that's going to make a run a team that can make a run. They're playing a hell of a lot better than they were a month and a half ago when I was like, man, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> go back and listen to the episode, whatever it was. And you'll figure out when that ha- when that was. All right. Um, the Mariners are also your Seattle Mariners are, here we go. End of August. They did this last year. They made a push and made the playoffs for the first time in 21 years. And they are doing it again. They're doing it with pitching. Julio Rodriguez has hit the crap out of the ball. That that guy's great. Um, And they are just crushing it. And they are making a run once again at maybe the wild cards, maybe even the division. Because the Rangers have taken a slide. The Astros have been up and down for a little while, at least in the last month or so. And I kind of love it, man. You love to see it. The Mariners, what they might be in, they would be... I think they would win the. West. No, they would be the first wild card if it ended today, Wednesday. The Rangers and the. Oh, who would get the buy? Would it be the Rays or the Orioles? It would be the Orioles. The Rangers and the Orioles, I think, would get the buys as the division winners. And then the Mariners would win the West and the Astros, or the, the Mariners would win the first wild card and the Astros would get. Uh, they would be the sixth seed, which would be nuts. And by the way, Phillies did not score again. It's still 8 7. Um, Pat, this is over. This is, it's been days since this game happened. I know. I know, but I just put it on. And uh, I just wanted to let you know what's going on. I know you wanted to have a, re- a resolution to what was happening there. Uh, anyway, the Mariners, man, they're fun. I love to see it. I like when teams who don't make the playoffs that often now make a push for the playoffs. It's great. Uh, the Angels, who the Phillies are playing right now, they made a couple of big trades right before the deadline because they said, you know what? We're going to go for it. We're going to prove to Shohei Otani, the best player any of us has ever seen. We're going to prove to him that we want to win. That we're going to try to win and that we can do this. And so they made a bunch of trades. They got a bunch of pitchers. They got a couple of bats. They made like four or five. Tra- they got like four or five guys. They made those trades since the trade deadline. They are seven and 17, not including today's result, which could be, they could be seven and 18 or eight and 17. Either way, Not good. So they've fallen out of contention. They're probably actually likely not going to make the playoffs. And so they did what they did on either it was either today or yesterday. So Tuesday or Wednesday this week, they put all of the people that they got in those trades, those pitchers and those bats, all those guys are all on waivers. So what that means is they're not going to be on the, well, they could be on the Angels roster if it doesn't go well because any team can claim them by. Thursday or Friday or yeah, Thursday. So any team can then claim these players and just pay them for a month and have them on the roster and then have them on the postseason roster as well. And so the angels, what they're trying to do, because they failed to, they're waving the white flag pretty much. They made a splash with the trades. They tried to go all in, it failed. And so now they're trying to cut some salary and get under the luxury tax penalty and save some money. And I don't know what's next. But if all of those guys get claimed, or some of them, then they can help back contenders who are looking for arms and bats at the at the postseason time push September. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's um that's what's happening with the Angels, even though they're threatening right now with uh, about to score some runs on the Phillies here. But um yeah, they decided, hey, we're not going to make the playoffs. Let's waive all those guys we just traded for. And so we'll see what happens. If any of those guys make uh, make other teams in time for the playoffs. Uh, elsewhere, the Brewers and the, Car- and the Cardinals. Cardinals are bad. They're not battling for anything. Uh, the Brewers and the Cubs are battling. They're battling it out. I like it. I like to see it. The Brewers won nine in a row over the last 12 days or something like that. And the Cubs, a lot of people were saying, hey, Cody Bellinger, they're going to trade. Marcus Stroman, they're going to trade. And then you know 2 weeks before the deadline to go they started winning like they just rattled off like 6 or 7 in a row and they said nope we're going to keep them we're going to hang on to them and it has paid off because i think if the season ended today they would be in the playoffs and so it is so far with a month to go not trading those guys has worked out for the cubs and the brewers have just have said hey you're not talking about us anymore but we're still here they won 9 in a row and so they could make a run as well so We could have a nice battle for the National League Central. And the NL wild card is also really fun. And uh, I think one of the best parts about this season is that the Mets and the Yankees are both so bad that I do not have to hear any of their fans talk. And I know that's really petty. I know I shouldn't do that because a lot of my friends are Yankees and Mets fans. And I should not wallow. Or I should not, uh, not wallow, they're wallowing. I should not revel in their disappointment in their baseball teams. But I'm going to because I'm tired of hearing people talk when their team's like, oh, look, we're going to and what happened? What happened? They're both in last place. And it's great. I have to hear nothing from Yankees and Mets fans. And that, to me, is fantastic. Now watch the Phillies lose every game for September and miss the playoffs. But anyway, I think the Angels just tied the game. They did. All right. It's already started. See? See? We didn't have to finish the segment to get all... (laughs) All right, anyway, um, as I say every year, September is the time to get in uh, get in on the baseball because rosters expand, teams start really going for it. The teams that are going to make it, they're going to have some really good uh, runs down the stretch here. And so we're going to see some surprises, some really fun baseball over the next month. So if you're not in, now is the time to get in and uh, and enjoy all of the chaos that September baseball provides. So get on the train. Go Phil's, go whoever you like, except the Braves, even though though, they don't need any help. They're 90 and 12 or something. So they're going to be fine. Um. Anyway, that's your baseball. If you miss talking about your team or whatever you want me to talk about, let me know, and I'll do my best for some other time. All right? All right. Also, NFL starts next week. Next Thursday is the kickoff game. So if you want to get in on the pick how it works, I pick a game, and you make your selection who you think will win. The person who gets the most picks correct by the end of the year, playoffs and the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl count. Um, whoever gets the most correct by the end of the year, you get to come on the show or uh, give me a segment to talk about on your behalf on the show. All right. So the prize is time on the show, whether it's uh, through me or with you. If you make the most correct picks for the NFL game of the week, so let me know if you want me to uh, add you to the list. All right. All right. And finally. For this week, things from the ring. Jerome, ring the bell. Only two things because I have not watched Raw yet because uh, things happen to get away. But it actually works out because previews work better than recaps as far as uh, wrestling goes. So we have AEW All Out coming on Sunday or Saturday. No, Sunday. Uh, so let's, let's flip this because WWE Payback is on Saturday and Seth Rollins is defending his World Heavyweight Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. And I got to tell you, Shinsuke Nakamura did a promo. There was a package, a video package for him where he cut a promo in Japanese and they, you know, they subtitled it so we knew what he was saying. And it was so well done and he looked like such a badass. I'm like, why did it take you six years to figure out, hey, you know what we can do with this guy? We can let him speak his native language and he could come off looking like a total badass. And I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And uh, do I hope he wins? Kinda, because I think he deserves it. But uh, I think that match is going to be really fun. And um, and I'm looking forward to that because I love both those guys. And on Sunday, AEW All Out, we have a couple matches I'm really looking forward to. But we'll single out this one. Kenny Omega is taking on Konosuke Takeshita. Takeshita's great. Uh, he came onto AEW maybe about a year ago. Maybe sooner than, maybe more recently. But uh, I took to him immediately. I'm like, this guy's great. He's got a good look. He can go. He loves Cinnabon, as I've learned from his Twitter. He's awesome, and I'm a huge fan. And Craig Kimball just gave up a home run to whoever on the Angels. Oh, there were two outs, and the game would have been over. All right, so the Phillies might lose this game. But uh, anyway, I, I, feel, I don't know who's going to lose this match. I feel like Kenny Omega can't lose that, Or did he wrestle? Yeah, he wrestled in a multi-man. Anyway, um, you know I'm not a big fan of Kenny Omega, but I understand how talented he is, and I am enjoying the story here. And I think these guys are going to put on a great match. So, things from the ring, sorry, uh, is Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura for WWE Payback on Saturday. And Kenny Omega, Konosuke Takeshita, AEW All Out on Sunday. No, I'm not going to talk about the CM Punk, Jack Perry, whatever. I generally don't care about backstage nonsense, uh, but that story is hilarious to me. It just keeps getting funnier. And um, every detail I see from that just makes me laugh more. So, <laughs> so that's what you need to know is that it's dumb, but the pay-per-view should be fun. All in was fun and all out should be fun as well. So there you go. That is your, uh, I know it's a little light this week, but at least you got it. If you like wrestling, I don't know, go watch, watch the things and we'll talk about them. I don't know. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do, but there for this week, things from the ring. And that is our show. That's it. We made it to the end. This was a lot today. Um, Thank you for being here for sticking with me for through all of the things that we did. See, I thought we we're gonna go 10 minutes. It's now thirteen. Oh boy. Well, because I was watching the Phillies. All right. Um, there we go. <laughs> all right, turn away. We're gonna, we're gonna go. That's it. My thanks to proper their AP part timer comes out September eight. Go get it. It appears courtesy father. They appear on the show. Courtesy Father Daughter Records. So there you go. Go do that. Thank you everyone for weighing in on your movie scores and whatnot. And uh, we'll get to the question about the moon landing next week. I just, we weren't going to have time today. And uh, I was right. I thought that, and I was correct. So there we go. All right. We're good. We're good. You're not going to hear from G-Love today, but go check them out at philadelphonic.com. And uh, you can tell them I sent you, but they really won't know who I am. But there we go. All right. This has been an a Boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's all, right? Yes, that was weird noise I made. I'm sure it's fine. All right, themeltingpat.com for all of my things. Let me know what's what. All right? All right. I love you. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you next week. You've been Inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one.